0: The EAPA Chataway Podcast with Lindsay Taylor.
1: Hello, I'm Lindsay Taylor, founder and director of Your Excellency Limited Virtual Academy. I am delighted to be sharing my EAPA Chatterway with Lindsay podcast with you. Throughout this podcast series, I am truly privileged to chat away with top EAs, PAs and star guests from the administrative professional community. Like me, I know you're going to be inspired by the wisdom, knowledge, and insight shared. This podcast features Craig Bryson, an award-winning EA and a prominent voice in the profession. Craig is passionate about the modern-day role and the benefits it delivers to C-suite executives. So a huge welcome, Craig, and thank you so much for joining me on this Chataway. Thanks, Lindsay, for having me. So as with all my podcast guests as well, I'd like to kick off with you introducing yourself with the letters of your first name and choosing words that mean something to you.
0: Okay, so great. So C would be confident, R will be resourceful, A will be ambitious, I will be irrepressible, and G will be grateful.
1: Wonderful, and you know what? I love your the extent of your vocabulary, and I have to have to make a confession here, Craig, because I had to look up what irrepressible actually meant. So expand on that for me, and any listeners that don't
0: not able to be controlled or restrained. (laughs) Oh,
1: in in a nice way. Oh, I love that. Absolutely love that. So, so Craig, you finished 2021 on an absolute high, I believe, because you had another award win. So can you tell me more about this and also the other awards that are uh, part and parcel of your accolades there, Craig?
0: So a colleague at Cornbury uh, was reading the City AM and saw the um, you know the advert about the new award and um, put my name forward. And I only worked with him on a couple of projects over a couple of years. So I was shocked to find out that he actually thought of me when sorting when seeing this ad. It's all I always think that you know a good deed never goes you know unrecognized. And it was so great to get get a nominated. I mean I think nominating is is Great to, to start, you know, you have a winner already. Yeah. But then, um, yeah, and then 2015 in the executive PA magazine, which was really intense. Um, we had three judges that had to sit, we had to sit in front of the judges and interview uh, the judge, uh, the judges had to interview. And then the event took place at the Institute of Directors, which was a beautiful venue, and the event went very, very really well. So there was also a lot of photography and champagne.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah. And that it's it's so great to get that recognition as well. And I love the fact that your colleague actually nominated you without you realizing as well. So I saw the um, comment on LinkedIn from them singing your praises. And I thought, hey, that sounds amazing. So heartening to have that great relationship and someone that actually appreciates what you do as well. I agree. Um, so tell me a bit more about your career journey, Craig. I think you've been an EA now for 16 years, haven't you? That's
0: correct. That's correct. So um, I used to be a chef of, uh, at a restaurant, a 52 seat restaurant in Stellenbosch, South Africa. After doing my national service in South African Army, I wanted to be an actor, but did not have an equity card. I had traveled to the Philippines, Hong Kong, Italy, United States, remodeling. Uh, returning to London, I started doing courses on graphic design and started a small business called PC. Uh, on Craigslist, it was mostly help helping the elderly purchase PCs, printers and routers and then going to their house and setting it up and making sure they knew how it all work and then showing them software like um, Word and emails and how to set that up. And then um, I started temping at PwC uh, and that's where my career started as an EA.
1: Wow! Wow! What a, what an interesting background. You know, when when I when I read that, when I asked you for some background detail, I was like, wow! And actually, being a model as well, I can now see I can now see why. So I always think you look so dapper, Craig. I see you.
0: Thank
1: you. <laughs> so, um, what what are your key takeaways then from this this varied career journey that you've been on, Craig?
0: Well, share the knowledge is my motto. Um, I like empowering others to be better to better themselves in their everyday duties in the office. The administrative community is the place to be with the warmth and guidance of other EAs, PAs or VAs.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. You know, there's a thread running through all of the podcasts and all of my guests actually where we mention the EAPA community and use that community word as well. I think there's so many out there that, you know, want to. we want to see each other succeed and there's, there's so many people that are real, so and raising the profile so you're definitely a voice um, in the in the community and sharing that. Um, can I just ask, you know, obviously it's a very female-dominated profession as well. So what's it like being a, a male in this profession, Craig? It's it's
0: quite strange because half the time I'm referred to as the manager or the director or can I speak to your EA? And it's like, I am the EA. It's a lot of candy floss and Wonder Woman. And it is trying to fight through that because it, has, it deters a lot of uh, male. male. Male EAs. So it's very seldom that you have male EAs in the EA role. And I I believe that in the World War II they had. All the men used to be EAs before they had to go fight, uh, fight on the on the front line and all the EAs with secretaries had to step up to become an EA. So mm-hmm. it's quite weird how it's all changed now and then it's predominantly females that are EAs. It is yeah. difficult, you need to get your voice heard, you need to stand and sort of like make sure um, your, your self-branding is seen out there, otherwise you just fade into the background. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. So your current role, you're working at um, Corn Ferry as an EA. So can you tell us a bit more about that and also some of the great working relationships you obviously have, having been put forward for the uh, for the recent award, Craig?
0: It's intense. It's a fast pace and a lot of processes. Um, Our company uh, finds executive uh, executive C-suites looking for new positions. So I would liaise with clients, EAs, and schedule the candidates in, whether it be booking flights, hotels, train tickets. And uh, as there are so many engagements there, you need to be careful not to schedule the wrong candidate into the wrong client meeting. Sometimes it's highly confidential. It hasn't been sort of released into the press yet. In some cases, the EAs don't even know what this is about. So it's juggling diaries, time zones, transport. Making sure the person's there and because I have quite a few engagements open at the same time, it's it's yeah, making sure that you're on top of that. and um, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the details that you need to be careful of. <laughs> yeah,
1: dot the I's cross the T's. <laughs> and um, I think, you know, with with a lot of the um the PA, the PA roles, it's all really around being really competent and confident with communication as well. You're obviously yeah, liaising with so many different people at different levels as well. So
0: yeah, I've had a lot of other, I mean, sort of associates and partners, sort of like when they when they see what I'm doing, it's like, I can never do your job. I just think it's just, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. And it's like, it's just complicated. And it's quite nice to hear from seniors that they know that they can't do the job that we do.
1: Yeah. And it's very much down to kind of remaining calm in the, in all the, the the chaos that sometimes <laughs> ensues in our offices as well. It's, or remaining calm on the exterior, even though I love that analogy with the, with the uh, serene swan or, or, or duck. I'm kicking
0: underneath <laughs> under the water.
1: Absolutely, yeah, I always think of that, you know, when, when stuff is kind of going crazy around you and you're like, fine, okay, got my crisis management head on and it will all work out absolutely perfect."
0: And I can, what I do to, in those situations, I take a deep breath, step away from the computer, get a cup of tea and then just blank your mind and then when you come back with fresh eyes, take a piece of paper, write down points. Okay, what is the the uh, the point that we need to do and then work your way backwards to get okay that's how I'm done. that's how I work
1: on that. And I think, you know, that there's I always say there's method in the madness when people say to you, no, I count to ten, because I think counting to ten, it gets your breathing under control again. And it actually does bring you back to the back to the moment so that you can then okay. And then I think you you're absolutely right, being realis- realistic and identifying, you know, what is actual fact here, what's happening and then having your your kind of problem solving heads in place. <laughs> yeah. One of, the, one of the many skill sets of a, of a competent and, and effective EA, I think. I then. agree. So I have some thought-provoking questions for you now, um, and I'm really looking forward to your responses here. Um, what advice would you give to your younger self? Say, Craig, at the start of your PA or EA career.
0: Uh, Craig, don't let anyone bully you at work or in relationships. Um, it gets better the order you get. Knowledge is power in work and in life experience.
1: Wow. Wow. I'm sure that there's a backstory there as well, is there? <laughs> <laughs> there's that great saying, isn't there? You know what? Hindsight is a is a great thing. And actually, yeah, we learn from experience, don't we?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Another question for you then. You have 10 minutes of your life to replay. What would that replay be?
0: Well, acting on the stage and the curtain opens and the nerves and adrenaline rushing feeling, climbing, well, I did climb Mount Kilimanjaro for a Down syndrome charity raising 2,000 pounds. Having a good hard laughing session with my mom uh, who passed away sadly in 2016. Mm-hmm. So I think that, yeah. so it's just that excitement of, you know, being on the stage. And, and I get that and when working at the moment, you know, it was mm-hmm. sort of like, oh, okay, this, this project's quite important. And it's highly confidential. It's, you know, it's getting all, <laughs> I've got to do it right. So it's all that yeah. adrenaline and trying to get to the end mm-hmm. to make sure it gets there smoothly and nobody knows all the hitches that are put out in the background.
1: Yes. yes. Yeah, I love that energy and I love your I love your laughter session with your mum as well. It's amazing how many people feature their their family on on the podcast which is just lovely. So, here's another question for you, Craig. You can invite 3 people to a dinner party, alive or historic. Who would you invite and what are your reasons for choosing these guests? It's so difficult. I
0: was thinking, I was thinking, should I try and be, you know, something different? And I couldn't. So I just thought my, my. I think the reason why I probably look young is because of laughing so much and being happy within yourself actually helps you. You don't have any other wrinkles, you know, for all the stress.
1: (laughs) I love that theory.
0: (laughs) Joan Rivers has to be in there. She yes. just straight to the point, and she's just really, you know, and I just like that that sense of humor of hers. And my mom enjoys uh, enjoys her as well, so I would have her on the table with me. Be great to have a catch up with her and a bit of a giggle, um, yeah. and uh, and Darren Brown. Oh, Darren Brown is just amazing. The way these mind bending illusionists always mesmerises on how he does what he does. It's not magic. It's just sort of uh, the psychological things that brains that do that he's sort of tapped into. And I like that. I wish I had that when we were at work. You know, well half the time people go, "Can you work your magic? Can you work your magic?" And it's a mouse and it's a calendar it's no magic at
1: all <laughs> don't tell them that I say of course i can work my magic <laughs> it doesn't magically all happen when you're that effective ea and pa doesn't it so they don't i think sometimes it's quite frustrating when the team don't recognize how much work goes into kind of um, everything perfectly and i think which is why, I going right back to the beginning of this podcast, it's nice to get that recognition when you do have an award for all of your contributions, and actually that that awareness that you you have put that energy and that time into. Yes, making. I, I agree.
0: And, you know, I, and I believe all EAs are sort of amazing, and EAs and VAs and you know PAs. Uh, I think they're all amazing, and I just think you need to. Try and find out what you want out of the job. What are you looking for? And you've got to make it happen. You can't just sit there and go, well, I've done all this work and nobody's given me any recognition. I went across the road to our offices because a lot of EAs are working from home now. We're not seeing each other. We're sick of Zoom. So I went across the road and spoke to the manager at the restaurant and I said, can we have one Thursday per month a happy hour. Can you reduce the prices of all the drinks for 50? Because EAs, as you know, don't get a budget, you know, for drinks mm. and socializing. So, and I, I spoke to them, and they said, brilliant idea. So I emailed all the EAs within the London office and I said, listen, we're going to have one Thursday, 5.30, drinks, canapes at the restaurant across the road. So one, they can't walk far because it's literally outside our front door. It's on a Thursday, so it's not coming in on Friday. And it's at 5.30 for an hour. So, you know, whether you have the kids or you know, the husband can have the kids or something, you can come and spend some time with the with the other EAs and just, you know, because we have so many new EAs joining. So we don't know, you know, who they are, what they look like, what their personalities are. So I started this last, last month and it went really, really well. And mm. I mean, a lot of people came in and, and some people didn't come in the office. They just came in just to have the drinks, which was great. Yeah. Wow. And they said, and so they're really looking forward to next month. And then that's, and I met a whole bunch of NIAs that I've never met before, which have been working at Corn Ferry for the last six months. But because they don't work in my department, I don't see them. So it was really, really good fun. And I think that's what I mean about getting out there, doing something. And I, I, to be honest, that word that you asked me earlier, I didn't know what that meant either. And the news, uh, we have a newsletter called TGIF that goes out every Friday. And because they were um, um advertising about the strings for the EAs and all that, they used that word. I went, Oh, I like that word, and I quickly Googled it. And I said, Oh, it <laughs> so, uh, cannot be controlled you're or restrained. And I just tried, thought that's you're me. trying
1: to make me feel better because I had to look it up as well, aren't you? You knew what that word meant. <laughs> when I was younger, this is this is not something perhaps that you should own up to, but when I was younger, I used to like reading good old fashioned like physical books, but the Roger's Thesaurus and actually yeah, spending ages just deep in this book going from one word to the next and building up my vocabulary and just looking and seeing you know what this meant and you know what their opposite was and i just love words absolutely love words like, see, i find it
0: difficult and this is something that you is probably i'm dyslexic so it's very uh-huh. difficult to see words the way you see them so yeah. i i try I, so uh, i mentioned this to my my partner and he goes no no we can't have this we need to get software for you. So the IT sort of logged onto my, and downloaded this amazing software, which now I get reports. I can copy and paste this software, uh, this the, the report into the software. And it just checks my grammar, the my wording, my spelling, and then I copy mm-hmm. and paste it back. So uh, so it does help. And I know people are too embarrassed about it. But I was, I was really embarrassed. It's not something, I mean, I'm more of a painter and drawer and, and and, words is not my big thing, but at least the company has now identify this issue and a lot of other ears are coming forward and saying could you help me with this what should I do how do I do this so yeah. it's been very very helpful.
1: That's good and absolutely not something to be ashamed of but actually to get the get kind of the support that you need with that so that you can because you're so articulate when you're communicating verbally and there must be that sometimes that disconnect with what you want to say and actually what you're what you're typing so out sweet. on the screen so yeah. And how you spell
0: that word, it's like, oh, you know, and then the way you spell it, it's totally different to how you, you know, how you see it. And another one is when you have a lot of uh, CVs coming in and you see the name of the person and you go, oh, is she going to be in this meeting? And it's like, no, that's not a she, it's a he. And it's like, oh, so so when I've, I picked up a trick is that when I see that name, I actually put it in Google and it brings up a whole bunch of LinkedIn profiles. And then you can see the familiar, you know, the uh, the, the, the common denominator is male or female. So then then I go back. So there's a lot of things that you can do before you sort of reply to an email. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, tips and tricks and being it's all about being organized as well isn't it so, so making, cool. making
0: you look organized
1: we're <laughs> <laughs> no, like, we going back to the we, we are organized even though we may not feel like it <laughs> Craig I can't believe we have come to the end of our podcast that seemed to go so so quickly I know Oh my god I'm
0: really enjoying myself
1: I'm sure all of our listeners are going to find this so so useful and um, let's just let's just me ask you, you know for those that are considering entering any awards, maybe self-nominating themselves or being nominated for an award, what would you, what would you say to them?
0: You've got to be honest to yourself. you have to make sure that, are you good enough, E.A.? Are you? Or is it just that you're in your head that I am the best in everybody? You have to be sort of humble and have to understand that. You know, there's a lot of other years that are really really fantastic so you need to see what are you what brings you out from the different uh, out of the crowd and what makes you stand out you know and I think before you do that, make sure that you 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 go, okay, these are good examples. I've done this, I know I'm confident, I can I've done that, I can put that in, I can put that in. Don't try and sort of cheat it and and make up stuff just to try and get into the ward, because it's it's unfair on others and you know, and you need to show how um, honest and sort of hardworking you are. So I would do that first before you start handing yourself into rewards. I mean, it is it just takes it from somebody else who has done a hard job and worked hard for it, you know. So I that would be my advice to that to those people who want to put themselves forward. But Go ahead, put yourself forward if you are confident and know that you've done the job to your best of your standard than anybody else has.
1: And you have the evidence to back that up and add that credibility as well. I well, think.
0: Uh, as you see, in my LinkedIn, my boss, uh, when he sort of shared uh, when I sort of did the nominations, he uh, he wrote this amazing uh, little blurb on LinkedIn and he forwarded it or replied to my email and. Um, he was so proud. He's like, he came to me and goes, I feel like my, he's got a four-year-old daughter. So he's like, oh, it feels like my daughter. I don't think my daughter can do something as amazing as you've done this, you know? And it was, it was, <laughs> it, was, it, was it was lovely. And I got 14,000 views. Oh, it was my goodness. When really he adicts him, it's like, you, you wake up next morning and you go, oh, my God, oh, my God, how, would you how many? oh, how how yeah, so wow. it's quite exciting, but because my boss actually messaged and he's got a, a huge, big following on LinkedIn as well. So of course, all those people. So when he comes into the office, I get emails now from the clients. It's just the award-winning Craig, and it's just sort of like, oh, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's more pressure for me to yes, not make the forever to be known. known as, yeah, forever to be known as the award-winning Craig. Yes. Yeah,
1: you've got a lot, a lot to live up to there, Craig. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> no mistakes. Hopefully, fingers crossed.
1: <laughs> oh, dear, oh Craig it's been an absolute delight to catch up with you thank you so much for taking time out of your your busy busy schedule and having this chat away with me so thank you for having me
0: I really appreciate you reaching out and sort of contacting <laughs> me. it's been amazing
1: yeah good good bad good. you've enjoyed it <laughs>
0: thank you
1: Thank you so much to Craig for joining me for this Chataway and sharing his wisdom, knowledge and insights. Stay tuned for next month's podcast episode and thank you all very much for listening.
0: The EAPA Chataway podcast. Find out more online at yourexcellency.co.uk.